0: Yo, today's QOD is we all have an obligation to give something back. Here we go. Quote of the day show, I'm your host, Sean Croxton at seancroxton.com. Happy New Year, my friend. We are kicking off 2022 with our main man, Mr. Les Brown, who is going to share a message about the power and the principles of giving, because I know you want to get something out of 2022, but let me tell you, the people who get the most out of this year will be the ones who give the most, without ego and with love. Les Brown, coming up.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, giving creates energy in ourselves and in others. Have you ever helped a blind person go across the street? Or help a senior citizen? Or give somebody some help? You know, just, you know, held a door for somebody, an elevator? I mean, don't you have a good feeling inside? Like, i done good. (laughs) How many of you got a good feeling inside? Would you do something good for somebody? See, we're really giving to ourselves. See, that's really the law. When you are giving, you are giving to yourself. That's who you're giving to. So you want to give yourself some good gifts. There's a principle underlying the concept of giving. The energy flowing through us as we do, that love generates abundance in our lives, and we are able to reap so much from life as a result of our giving. How are you giving up your life? Do you know to the degree that you are giving to that degree determines how much you enjoy life. How meaningful your life is. The things ladies and gentlemen I used to do I can't do now. That is unbecoming for the role that I have selected with where I am in my life and what I want to contribute to life. It is inconsistent. I can't do it. Even if I desire to do it, I can't do it. No, because it doesn't fit because of my vision of myself and the contribution that I want to make to life. Because it's not enough to give the message, you must also be the message. Next thing is that we must give out of a sense of oughtness. Immanuel Kant, in the book called Critique of Pure Reasoning, he says sometimes we must give out of a sense of oughtness, that that certain things that happen, that we just say something ought to be done about this. A policeman in Washington, D.C. was working one of his patrol areas, and he came up to a car in a park and the car was running, and he saw a figure slumped over the stern wheel. He got there looking in with a flashlight, and he saw a 14-year-old boy with a bullet through the back of his head. And he said, oh, no, he has a son himself. That could have been his son. And he said, something ought to be done. We're losing too many young people. And so this man went home. He had, like, several thousand dollars worth of exercise equipment, in his basement. He rented a place. He started bringing the kids in to get them involved in taking care of their bodies and physical exercise and athletic activity. He now has expanded that to getting them involved in entrepreneurial ventures, saying that this is a free enterprise system and the more enterprising you are, the freer you are. And now these kids have started their own business. They have a little shopping center that they run, they operate, they are managing And they have commercials on radio, and I'm going to be going there doing some training with them. So he decided, because of that event, that I ought to do something. Now, some of the things that's going to happen when you look out and see what can I contribute to, what can I give, I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have a voice that's saying, it's just no use, it's it's out of control now. There will be a voice telling you that You'll be wasting your time and wasting your energy and wasting your effort. I say, don't listen to it. Listen to that still, small voice that says, I can do something. And I ought to do it. We ought to do it. The Israelis said this. Nothing can resist the will of a people that will stake even their existence on the extent of their purpose for good. I strongly believe that as we begin to look toward the future and that as each day we get up in the morning and be it that you're going to give to make the environment safer for everybody on the planet, be it that you're going to do things to help the sick or the physically disabled or recovering crack cocaine addicts, be it that you want to help and contribute to youth or do something for the homeless, whatever you want to do, if you get up in the morning out of a sense of awkwardness and decide, That I am an opening for the universe, that life can work through and use me as a channel and as an instrument for change. And each day we get up, we make it our personal business to make a difference in those areas that we're concerned about. How are we gonna do it? We don't know, but we know that we can make a difference. And we might not be here to see the results of our efforts. We might not be here as many of the people who before us made sacrifices. That they did not live to see or reap the benefits of. James Weldon Johnson stony the road we trod, bitter the chesting rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Yet with a steady beat have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers died. We've come over a way that with tears has been watered. We've come treading a path through the blood of the slaughtered. When we came here, somebody paid the price for us to be here. And as we begin to look toward the future, we all have an obligation to give something back. A lot of us don't give more because of the fact that we allow ego to get in the way. I'm thinking of a man that was well-dressed walking through a neighborhood one day. And a lady came to the door and she said, hey, you. He stopped and he said, very politely, yes, ma'am. She said, come here. He came to her, yes, what may I do for you, ma'am? She said, I want you to cut my wood. He said, yes, ma'am. He took his coat off. And he took the axe that she had there, and he cut the wood. She said, I want you to take some around the back and put some in the fireplace. He said, yes, ma'am. And he did that. And after he finished, she said, what do I owe you? He said, nothing, ma'am. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you. She said, "Okay," and he left. And he was walking down the street with his coat over his shoulder. And her maid came up. She said, "Do you know who that was?" And the lady she worked for said, "No." She says, "That's the great Negro educator, Booker T. Washington." She looked out the window. She said, "Is that right?" She said, "Send for him." And that lady that T. Washington went in and cut the wood for contributed several million dollars to his dream of building an institution of higher learning, Tuskegee Institute, that is standing today. <laughs> what if he had said, You said, do what? (laughs) Cut your wood. Don't even come up in here with that kind of stuff. You better cut your own wood if you wanted to get it cut. You cold. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't allow his ego to get in the way. He gave what he had. He contributed how much have we denied ourselves how much have we blocked ourselves because we allow that little ego to get in the way to prevent us from giving and serving which is the essence of life which is the essence of life it's about service and so i say as you look out on the future decide that you are going to allow your life to be a life of service decide that you are going to give more than you have ever given before decide that each day that you are given life that you're going to make a difference with your life that you're going to make a statement with your life that once again as opposed to sitting back feeling like a victim that you're going to see yourself as a channel as an opening for the universe to work through and that you'll say to life use me Oh, use me. I got more to give. Use me. Repeat after me. I want life to use me. I want to to give more. more. Share more. more. Be an expression of love. Be an an instrument of hope hope. to impact our youth, To youth. To to recreate their future. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for being here. I'm grateful for being here. I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful to, be able to, serve. to be able to serve. This is Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy Leslie Calvin Brown saying it's been a plum, pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege. Thank y'all here. Thank
0: you. All right, that was Les Brown. His website is lesbrown.com. You can check out today's entire talk on an audio program you can find at audible.com called The Greatness. Within you. All right, my friend, that is it for me. Follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton. Leave a rating and a review for the show on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And go to my brand new website, seancroxton.com, and pick up my new ebook, The Course Cure Five Invisible Reasons Why High Ticket Internet Marketing Courses Aren't Helping You Build or Grow Your Online Business. Because it's all about your mindset, my friend. It's all about your mindset. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace.